Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jay here from Stratford Paddock. This is the Tier 1 Transfer Podcast. Joining me, not as always, for a different mm. present, co-presenter, is Joe Smith. No Ronaldo Brown today. No, he's, he's got to isolate, unfortunately, which is a shame, isn't it? Because he's missing the big one. We've yes. got Fabrizio Romano joining us live. Fabrizio Romano is joining us live, so get your questions in. We'll be asking him all the latest transfer news. Obviously, Mr. Here We Go himself. Fabrizio, how are we doing? Hello, hello, guys. Thank you again for the invitation. Always a big pleasure to be together and ready to answer your questions. So thank you again. No, we love it. We love having you on the show. We appreciate you coming on. Uh, we'll start with the obvious one. Uh, Jaden Sancho. Everyone's talking about him. It never seems to end. We know there's been so many sort of stories and rumours, reports going on for what feels like an eternity. Uh, just a basic one. You know, what's the latest news on Jaden Sancho's move to Manchester United? Yes, the situation is basically the same since Sundays because uh, after reaching an agreement with Jadon Sancho, with his agent, Manchester United, it was like 10 years ago when they had an agreement completed with the player because many people were saying, uh, yes, they had an agreement since one year. It's true, but you have always to confirm this agreement to complete all details. So they were working on this, on this side with the player and also about agents' fees. So they were working on Sancho part. Now the central part is completed. It's time to reach an agreement with Borussia Dortmund. I'm told the negotiations are going on. Uh, it's not so fast, obviously, but they are talking about the price. It's 95 million euro asked by Tottenham, by sorry, by Borussia Dortmund. And of course, the situation is also with uh, add-ons, bonus payment structure. So they are discussing about how to arrive to 95 million euro. So at the moment, negotiations are going on. But what I can tell you is that for the first time since one year. This time I feel part, all parties involved in such a deal confident, optimistic. They think that this time the deal could really happen. One year ago, Borussia Dortmund were not so confident. Uh, they were convinced the player was staying and that's what happened. Now the situation is different. Borussia Dortmund know that there are huge chances for Sancho to leave if Manchester United will match this 95 million euro and Manchester United are confident too. So let's see what happens, but parties are confident. Are you confident that we might hear a here we go this summer? Can we, can we, can we expect hope. one? I really hope for you and for Manchester United fans because, you know, when you wait a player for more than one year, it's crazy. It's, it's really crazy also because Sancho wanted to join Manchester United. He was desperate to join Manchester United one year ago and he was really, really close. Uh, now he wants again, he's close again. So imagine losing Sancho for two times in a row would be incredible so i think i'm confident because i i feel people in this deal confident so i'm confident too but i can't pay 95 million euro so i have just to wait as you do it sounds good though. i'm glad that you're confident that, that gives me confidence as well and um, sergio ramos is one that i mean 
everything broke last night. He's, he's, le he's left Real Madrid. He's, he's no longer a, a player there. Obviously, the end of an era for Sergio Ramos at Real Madrid. Manchester United have been looking at centre-backs in the last 12 months. We know that we, they want someone to go alongside Harry Maguire. What's the, what's the situation with Sergio Ramos? Is, is there a chance United could be uh, interested in Sergio Ramos? We were interested in him a few years ago. Is that something that's, that's still ongoing? To be honest with you about Sergio Ramos, uh, if, if you ask him a possibility, I would say yes, because now he's a free agent and it could be a possibility for every club in the world, every top club in the world, apart from Spanish one, because he's not staying in Spain. But at the moment, I'm told that as of today, there is nothing going on between Manchester United and Ramos. Then when you have this kind of free agent, everything can happen and we know and look at what happened for example with Peinaldo was done deal with Barcelona and Paris Saint-Germain in 48 hours signed the player so never say never with free agents but at the moment there is nothing going on or advanced with Manchester United so we will see for sure it's a big opportunity and when you're looking for a centre-back when you're a top club like Manchester United when there is a top player like Ramos everything can happen. Where, where does all this leave Rafael Varane Fabrizio? What, where do you see his future line this summer? Do you think he's going to move? Do you think Possibly it could be a, a, a target for Manchester United? Yes, talking about Varane, I can tell you that he's the most appreciated on the list of Manchester United. So they have a list for the centre-back. And what centre-back will be, it also depends by Sancho deal. So how much they're going to spend on Sancho in guaranteed money and, 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 and parts of, of a bonus bonus. So they want to sign a centre-back and Varane is the most appreciated. He's a fantastic player, he's a serial winner, he won everything in his career. So they would love to sign Varane, but it's not only Manchester United, because also Chelsea have always been looking at Varane, and also Paris Saint-Germain are considering to move for a centre-back. So when we mention centre-backs like Ramos, like Varane, keep an eye also on Paris Saint-Germain. But for sure, Manchester United like Varane, and they are informed on the situation. Another situation with this contract is still no agreement with Real Madrid, Varane wants to try something new, that's what I'm told, for English football or French football with Paris Saint-Germain, but, but Real Madrid want really, really to push with Varane and to try to reach an agreement after losing Sergio Ramos, because losing Ramos and Varane in the same summer would be a disaster for Real Madrid, so they will try also with Ancelotti to convince the player. It's an open race, but for sure Manchester United appreciate the player, 100%. You mentioned there about United pressing for the play, United are interested in Varane. There was rumours in England of a, of a bid or some sort of you know, concrete actions from, from uh, Manchester United towards Varane. Is, is there any truth in that? Is it, are United close to a bid? Has a bid been made at all? I've been told that at the moment there is still no, nothing official going on for, for Varane, but that they are in talks with the agents of Rafael Varane. They are the same agents of uh, Kieran Trippier, so they have a good relationship with these agents and that's why they're talking directly of this opportunity. So when you meet with this kind of agency, it's a big one. Of course, you're talking about many players and Trippier is one of them and of course Varane is one of them, but it's still not at advanced stages. We need to wait a bit to understand where Varane is going or if he's going to extend the contract to Real Madrid. You mentioned Kieran Trippier there. This seems to have been going on for a little while now. What's, what's the latest update? Because we're hearing sort of that Atletico Madrid wanted around 40 million, that Manchester United weren't willing to pay anywhere near that. What's the latest update with Kieran Trippier? Yes, what I'm told is that uh, Manchester United, as I said, uh, they're in touch with his agents. They appreciate the player 100% and also Trippier would be open to come back in England. So 
on player side, I think it's not a big problem. But to be honest, Trippier is a, is a great professional. What I'm told is that at Atletico Madrid, they are so, so happy with him. Simeone is so happy with him, so they don't want to let him go. So, or you pay what Manchester, what Atletico Madrid wants from Manchester United, or the player is staying. And the price is this, is 40 million euro, that's what I'm told, for, for Trippier. So that's why I think it's not easy to sign this player this summer. The first bid from Manchester United was not an official bid, but was an opening bid on, on negotiation side uh, that was more that was not even close to 40 million euro it was less than um, 20 so it was not a big bid for for Twitter, but was just to open negotiation let's see let's see what happens now uh it's not in a rush also because the player is having euros so atletico madrid are really relaxed on this situation if manchester united will pay Twitter will go but they want 40 million euro or the player will stay 40 million euros is a lot for Kieran Trippier, isn't it? Yeah. I know he's a good player, but that, that seems a lot to me. Um, we're getting a lot of comments um, in our comments here, and, and it's worth asking about. A defensive midfielder is, you know, United play Fred and McTominay a lot of games, but they get a lot of criticism, and people think that that's an area we can improve in. Declan Rice has been mentioned uh, in terms of links with Manchester United, a couple of others as well. What's your understanding of United's targets in, in, in that defensive midfield area? Because I think a lot of people think someone to play next to Pogba. You see Kante and Pogba for France. Are United sort of targeting anyone in that position? Uh, yes, could be an opportunity. What I'm told is that it's not the priority. So now priorities are Jadon Sancho and, of course, the situation of the centre-back and trying to understand what happens with the right-back. So this is the prior these are the priorities for, for Manchester United. For sure, if they want to sign this kind of player, it will not be like in some days, we need to wait some weeks and it will be like opportunity on the market. Declan Rice is appreciated <coughs> as also by, by, by Chelsea, but you know better than me that the price of Declan Rice is not an easy one. So signing in the same summer players like Sancho, Varane, Declan Rice, Kieran Trippier, you are spending 300 million euro and it's not easy. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's something we have to see in the next weeks and I would say in the next month for the, for the midfielder. And also because the situation with, with midfielders is still focusing on Pogba. Let's see what happens with Pogba. At the moment, still nothing advanced. And let's see what happens with Van der Beek. But I'm told that rumors around Van der Beek are not true. Uh, with Van der Beek, this to leave Manchester United. Um, you mentioned there about uh, Van der Beek and, and you know, Declan Rice, the, the fee being a lot. Are there any other people in that position, that defensive midfield position, that you've, you're aware of that United are interested in? Or is it kind of a we'll wait and see toward the end of the window sort of position? Well, they look at many, many players, you know, it's normal for top clubs to, to look at different players for the same position. But what I'm told is that they have not this priority. It's something that they could do during the summer. So like maybe in July or in August, but it's not the priority. The priority is Sancho, the priority is centre-back and right-back. So it is nothing imminent, you know, that's why I think that for sure the Clarice is appreciated, but it's not something serious going on at the moment. So in this case, in my opinion, it's better to wait also because, as I said, Van de Beek is convinced he could stay at Manchester United. He would be happy to stay, to show his skills. And also Manchester United know so well that they signed a top player and he's just needing to adapt to the English football. That's it. Uh, we're getting a lot of people asking questions, sending in their questions to you, Fabrizio. So do get involved in the chat. Let us know what you think. Nate Bennett has sent a question in. Uh, he says, a big fan, Fabrizio. Uh, could Locatelli play in the six or is he mostly an eight? I may play, in my opinion, he could play as a six, to be honest. He's playing as a sixth or eighth. It depends if he's playing with Italian national team or Sassuolo. With Sassuolo, they play with two midfielders, and he's been incredible. One of the best midfielders in, in Serie A. With Italian national team, he's playing in a three midfield, and we can see how strong he is. 
So he's really a, a fantastic player. I think his growing up has confidence. It's not easy for Manchester United because I'm told that other English clubs are pushing, like many others. I would say Manchester City are scouting him since months, and also Arsenal and Chelsea are always informed of what's happening with, with Locatelli. Juventus are leading the race because they want Locatelli 100% and they need something fresh in the field. But for sure, in my opinion, he would be perfect for Premier League. So if one day Manchester United, very other English club, would come for Locatelli, I'm sure that he would be perfect because he's physical, but also has many skills. He's scoring goals, he's making assists. He's a serious guy, professional guy. So it would be amazing for the Premier League. Sounds like a very highly rated player then. I mean, <laughs> if we bit. didn't want him already, I think we definitely do now. Um, another player that's it's almost been, you know, over the last three or four years, we've been linked with him pretty much every season. And there are more stories coming out today about uh, Paolo Dybala, someone who we seem to get linked with every summer. Reports today that he, he may want to leave Juventus. Then there's other reports coming out that they want to keep him and that he wants to sign a new contract. Is there any, any link with United to, to Dybala or is that a sort of a, you know, two or three years ago maybe, but, but not now? He was really close, eh? because as you were saying, uh, he was really, really one step away from joining Manchester United in a swap deal with Romero Lukaku, and, and the deal collapsed because of some, some small things, but he was really, really close to join Manchester United. Now the situation is different, because Juventus, uh, with Pirlo on the bench, they were prepared to sell Dybala. With Allegri, could be something different, but they want to talk in the next weeks with his agent, Jorge Thun. They want to meet with him, because he's only one year left on his contract, and they need to resolve this situation. At the moment, they have still no agreement to extend the contract, but Dybala is waiting. He wants to understand if Juventus wants to go with him for the future or not. So now they will decide. At the moment, there is nothing with Manchester United, but with any other club, because Dybala is giving his total priority to Juventus. He loves the club. He loves the fans. So he would love to stay, but it depends by what's happening on the contract side, because Juventus have no intention to sell, to lose Paulo Dybala for free next summer. Uh, we've got another super chat. Loads of people have been asking this question. Uh, Syrian Baller in the super chat says, Don Fabrizio, absolute legend. Uh, any truth on the links with Ronaldo back to Man United? Thank you, lads. First of all, thank you for the, for the kind words. And uh, talking about Cristiano, you know, the truth is that, to make you understand the situation, one week ago, Jorge Mendes, the agent of Cristiano Ronaldo, was in Milano. He was 10 minutes from Juventus headquarters in Milano. They also have headquarters in Milano. 10 minutes by walk and he didn't meet with Juventus board. And it shows that at the moment there is still no negotiation, no bid, no proposal from any club. It's not just about Manchester United, Paris Saint-Germain or any other. There is still nothing going on because Mendes is not even talking with Juventus about Cristiano. But after the Euros, they will decide together what they have to do. So if a proposal will arrive till July, for sure, Juventus will be prepared to decide together with Cristiano if leaving Juventus immediately. But when you talk about Cristiano Ronaldo for Manchester United, you have also to remember that his wages, his salary is 31 million euro net per season for another season with Juventus. And Cristiano is not accepting to have like 10 or 12 or 15 million euro as, as wages for one season. So it's a big one and it's not easy. I think that Manchester United's priority now is Jadon Sancho, it's the thing to the future. Then we will see, but at the moment there is nothing going on for Cristiano. 31 million euros, that's a lot for Cristiano Ronaldo. Even for him. It? Even yeah. for him. And he's moving Coca-Cola bottles all over the place it's and he's net. still getting 31 Imagine it's net. I know, yeah, Juventus. so if, double it. Hey, um, yes, come on. Yes. Crazy. Um, right, speaking of crazy things that happen at the moment, Tottenham Hotspur seem to be all over the place. They, you know, they're trying to get different managers, they can't get managers, everything's going on. There's a lot of talks about Harry Kane and his future. Uh, he was linked with Manchester United before, he's, he's been linked with everyone. 
what is going on with Harry Kane and, and how will you know, the search for a new manager affect Kane's future at Tottenham? It's affecting the future, but in general, Tottenham situation, in my opinion, is so crazy right now. It's not just my opinion. I think it's something obvious at the moment. They were talking with Pochettino and Paris Saint-Germain said no. They were talking with Antonio Conte and Conte said no. They were appointing Paolo Fonseca. It was done. They had a meeting on Monday in Como. All Tottenham board all together to plan for the future. And then 24 hours later, they had some problems on the taxi side because of a law he has here in Italy and it can be applicable also in, in England. And now it's collapsed. And now they are talking with Jorge Mendes for Gattuso. So imagine how crazy is the situation. In my opinion, it's not affecting the situation of Harry Kane because he wants to live. He wants to play Champions League football. It depends by the manager. But for sure, if you want to convince Harry Kane, changing your idea on the manager every three or five days is not the best way to change Harry Kane's mind. So Harry wants to play Champions League. Let's see what Tottenham will say. Because what I'm told is that Manchester, United, Manchester City sorry, are pushing for, uh, for Harry Kane. They really want Harry Kane. Guardiola wants Harry Kane. They are insisting. But Tottenham are still saying, no, we want to keep the player. So the situation is still open. But I think after they will appoint a new manager and maybe it will be Rino Gattuso, we will have everything clear also for, for Harry Kane after the Euros. Gattuso to Spurs. And Kane to City. Couldn't get him any... I mean, Gattuso to Spurs will be fun, but Kane to City is not something I'm looking forward to. No, not at all. Uh, loads of people asking a similar question about Sal Miguez. Uh, what's happening with him? Could he end up at Manchester United? Loads of people in the chat. Do get involved in the chat. Loads of people want to know what the future holds for Sal Miguez. Sorry, I, I lost the name. Uh, Sal Miguez from Atletico Madrid. You ah, said it wrong. Yes, but it could be, it could be a, an opportunity for many clubs. I'm told that there is nothing going on on this side because, as I said, it's not a, a priority right now. But he has a lot of opportunities because Paris Saint-Germain have been asking for him and also Chelsea have been asking for him some, some weeks ago. So many clubs are informed because Saul has huge chances to leave Atletico Madrid this summer. Uh, they signed Rodrigo De Paul from Udinese, so they already have the replacement for, for Saul. I think he's leaving Atletico Madrid. In my personal opinion, he's a top player and he's considered the top player by many clubs, but at the moment he's not advanced yet. So we have to wait a bit. Um, we've got another super chat in the comments coming from Harry Bell, and he has said, love the work. By the end of the transfer window, what three or four signings do you think have the best chance of signing for Manchester United. We're putting you on the spot there. Give us the whole summer. <laughs> who are we going to sign? Who, who's coming to Manchester United? Who do you think <laughs> has got the best chance? <laughs> this is a good question. This is a good question. I would say Jadon Sancho, to be honest. I would say Jadon Sancho because I'm, but I, I'm working only with my mind. It's not about news. It's about my mind. And I say, if you are negotiating to sign a player, you are desperate to sign a player for one year and you are not signing this player, and now you have the opportunity because we know that there is a gentleman agreement between Borussia Dortmund and Sancho this summer. If the bid arrives, the right bid, you are leaving the club. So it's a big opportunity. Manchester United can't miss this opportunity. So I think Jadon Sancho will arrive, but it depends by the club because we know that football is not FIFA football manager, and so we need to wait a bit and see if they pay. Just on the Sancho front, Fabrizio, we know there's like a, I think there's a deadline of the sort of 23rd of July that Dorman was saying. What sort of timescale are you looking at if this deal was to happen? When would you expect it to happen? For sure, Tottenham, um, sorry, uh, Borussia Dortmund are, are not intentional to arrive to the last weeks of, of August, and that's for sure. But this, because this is Borussia Dortmund style, German club style in general, so they don't want to arrive like on 20 of August negotiating for the same player. So the situation will be, will be like this. I expect this deal to be 
first, if we say like in the next weeks, we will have the situation clear. I expect like in two or three weeks to have the situation clear. I don't know if the deal will be closed or not because I'm not working for Man United, but I feel that we will have the situation clear in two or three weeks, understanding if, okay, they are going to close for Sancho and complete the deal or if they are going to change their mind again after last year. Excellent. I mean, at least we don't have to wait too long two, this three time. weeks. It feels like it's going on for about 30 well, years, yeah. this deal, doesn't it? <laughs> you Honestly. add those two weeks to the two years we've already been uh, chasing after him. Uh, we've got a super chat from Ross Murphy as well. He said, Romano, you are a legend. We love the here you go. Here we go, sorry, uh, signal. And um, you always, uh, we, sorry, will you come into the studio one day and talk to Stretford Paddock about transfers? He's asking us that, but we're yeah, asking yeah. as well. We want you here as well. <laughs> Yes, first of all, I want to say thank you to him and to all people that are sending messages, really, because I always appreciate to interact with people. And yes, I will. I will. One day I will, promise that. But we, we are going out from the COVID situation, from the pandemic situation. So finally I can travel, I can come to England, and for sure we will do it. It will be a big, big pleasure, really. Uh, as always, Fabrizio, there's been a lot of talk of Paul Pogba this, this week, mainly about him moving Coca-Cola balls. But what does the future hold for Paul Pogba? Do you think he'll be at Manchester United next season? What I'm told is that Paul has been honest when he said that still nothing going on with Manchester United on contract side. So for sure, the intention of the club is trying to understand what happens. They don't want to arrive next summer with Pogba out of contract and losing him for free. But at the moment, there is still nothing going on with other clubs like Juventus, Real Madrid, Paris Saint-Germain. There is no negotiation. So that's why at the moment I say yes, Pogba is staying at Manchester United. If no one will beat, and at the moment there are no negotiations, Rayola is working on different deals. So I would say at the moment there is still nothing going on. It's a dangerous situation mm. because you'll risk losing this player for free. With Mino Rayola, this is something real because it happened with Donnarumma at AC Milan some days ago. We will see. We will see. At the moment it's still an open situation, but what also I can say is that Manchester United will make no discounts. They want. I see people around Europe saying maybe you can sign Pogba for 40 million euro, 50 million euro, just because he's out of contract in in one year. It's not like this. Manchester United want an important fee for Pogba. And, and quite rightly too as well. For some reason, when it comes to Manchester United, people think, or oh, we end up selling our players for a tiny fee when really poor Pogba is one of the best midfielders in Europe. We've got a couple more super chats uh, for you, uh, Fabrizio. Trevin Lawson says, was Martial offered to Madrid? There's been quite a few rumours of Martial going to Madrid, maybe on loan. Is there any truth in those rumours? At the moment, I'm told no. There is nothing serious or advanced on this side. Then we will see what Madrid will decide. But they have still to meet with Carlo Ancelotti to decide together this player can leave, this player we want to sign. So it will be a bit slow for Real Madrid in, in the next day. So it's not, nothing imminent. Maybe in July, in August, we will see. Um, just one final super chat as well. Um, it says, um, do you have any news or have you heard, this is from Abdullah Ibrahim, have you heard any whispers on an Ed Woodward replacement at Manchester United? At the moment, no, to be honest. There were some rumours about Fabio Paratici before joining Tottenham because Manchester United have always been looking for Paratici, but no, he was not even a target this summer. And that's why he decided to go to, to Tottenham. He's really excited about this new chapter. So we will see, but at the moment, still still no. Um, we will see what happens also with Luis Campos. There are a lot of links with Campos with English clubs, Spanish clubs and French clubs, and he will decide soon in his future. But at the moment, there is still nothing going on on this side from what I know about Manchester United. Um, 
A person that's been mentioned so much in the comments is, is Jules Koundé from uh, Sevilla. He was someone that we've been linked with a lot in the summer, and then Varane has been linked as well, Pau Torres. What's the, what's the latest with Jules Koundé? Is he someone that United are interested in, or is he sort of on a list and you know, maybe we'll, we'll get to him if we can't get Varane or, or Pau Torres? He's one of the names in the list. He's not in the first position, I'm told. So at the moment, he's not in the first position, but he's one of the names in the list. One of the players that they appreciate. I think he has huge chances to leave Sevilla this summer because they are prepared to sell him if an important bid will arrive. Also for less than 80 euros is the price of the release clause. They are selling him also for something less, I think. But at the moment, he's not the first option. So Manchester United will try for something different before going on Kunde, maybe in the next weeks. Fabrizio, it's been great chatting to you. Really appreciate you coming on the channel. Hopefully, it speaks to you again at the end of the transfer window as well, towards the end of the transfer window. Maybe by then, Jaden Sancho will actually be a Manchester United player. That would be a, a treat, <laughs> That would be good, wouldn't it? I hope, I hope. Trust me, if one day Sancho will join Manchester United, I will be celebrating as you. Just because <laughs> being more than one year working on the same deal is not easy. But I hope really, and thank you again for the invitation. And thank you for the messages. Thank you for chatting together and see you soon. Really, thank you again. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, Fabrizio. Um, well, what I was picking up there, two, two to three weeks, Jaden Sancho. That's done, then. That's that, then. Two or three weeks. <laughs> yeah. We'll be, uh, like... we'll be going well. Sorted. <laughs> I mean, it'd be great, wouldn't it, if it was two or three weeks, because yeah. this has been dragging on and on. Do get involved in the chat. Get involved yes. in the comments. Obviously, Fabrizio Rabano's not here, but we still want to hear from you. We apologise if we couldn't put all the questions to you yeah. because loads of you were asking loads of great questions we tried to sort of sum it up um, there was loads of questions obviously about Locatelli is still going now there was loads of questions about Jules Kunde about obviously we got to the big ones yeah we got we? to the main ones as well so the chat's still on there you can get involved let us know what you think let us know any questions you've got um, he was also talking there a little bit about Jules Kunde and about yeah. Sergio uh, Ramos and Rafael Varane all these centre-back names being thrown about. Who would you rather see come to United? If you're picking one, it's got to be Varane. And I, what I like is, he, he just said, Varane is the first target. Varane is the main target. He's who United want. You know, there was no like, he said, you know, the Nkunde, he's on the list, but he's not number one. He said, the guy United want is Rafael Varane, which is encouraging to me because last night, you were looking, you know, you check social media, you look online, there's a lot of reports that he's set to stay at Real Madrid, that a deal is essentially done for him to stay there. But based on what Fabrizio said today, whilst I'm sure you know, he did mention that Madrid are trying their best to keep him, the current sort of party line, the word coming from Varane's team and, and his, him and, and his agents are, I want to try something new. And if United are interested, then great. Uh, yeah, I think we've got a few super chats here. I'm just going to, because I'm sorry if you get put a, a chat and a question to Fabrizio Romano. They were coming thick and fast. Um, I'm just going to try. I think we might have actually read some of those. Um, we'll get some if, if there is any more. Mm -hmm. um, loads of people in the chat, loads of people asking questions. Yep. Uh, someone asking, Dave Coelho asking about Basuma. We didn't get to that, unfortunately. We did ask about a CDM, though, didn't we? And he said that wasn't like a priority. He was no. looking at the main <clears> deals that he saw happening were Sancho um, and also he said that the Kieran Trippier one. But he said about that Sorry. 40 million euros, he said. What are for they, Kieran Trippier, what are they on if they which, want that much money? Which, does seem excessive, doesn't it, for a 30-year-old? I mean, he is a good player. He's a player that me and you have spoken about a lot, but 40 million euros, I don't think Manchester United are going to pay that for him. I no. don't particularly think he's worth it, to be honest with no. you. No, I mean, he's not, no offence, but he's not worth it. How much did they pay for him? It certainly wasn't 40 million euros. No. It wasn't like 15, something? And he's, what has he got one more year left on his deal? He's older now than he was. He's... Uh, you know, he's run down his contract compared to where he was before. I just think he's a good player, but, you know, 40 million euros. It makes sense because he's from Manchester or thereabouts. His family sport United. He probably sported United as a kid. He's got mates here, all of that sort of thing. 
but you can't just spend 40 million just because, oh, he likes it here. We need to get the right player for the right price. Uh, Hussein, Wasim, uh, sorry, mate, I didn't think we got to your chat. You saying great work for Brizio. Was yep. it done a rummer deal? for Tumino with PSG trying to sign Pogba and Haaland deals. Thank you. He said about Paul Popper, then he did speak yeah. about Paul Popper. What do you reckon there? Do you think that this looks like... I mean, it was a bit more encouraging there. there was, yeah, Montreal. there was no mention of a, of a contract being signed there, was there? He <laughs> said, there's, there's no one who's bid enough for him to leave. United want proper money if he's going. Yeah. But then he, the word contract didn't come out of his mouth and I think that was you know, on purpose. I'm worried that United aren't going to be able to sign an extension for him. And as much as we want to get money for him, as much as we want him here next season, it worries me that if there's no talk of a contract now, with 12 months to go on his contract, less than 12 months now, when is that going to start? Because you can't just sign a contract overnight. No, you can't. Uh, do get involved with the chat. Let us know what you think about that, what you thought about the conversation with Fabrizio Romano. He was talking, obviously, talking about Jade and Sancho there. We yep. were mentioning that. We said that it looks like if it is going to happen, it's going to happen in the next two or three weeks. He said there, obviously, we know about the, the, the actual bid that Manchester United, yep. this is as sort of as close as it's been so far. We've never had this before where United have put in an official bid. He said there about Jade and Sancho wanting to come to the club as well and the fact that, obviously, Manchester United want him. Dortmund are open to selling him. It's just a case of getting those prices right. We're talking about Sergio Ramos, a player that was linked with Manchester United, wasn't it? You asked him about that yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. And he said, you know, obviously we know Sergio Ramos, he's, he's left, or he's left yeah. Real Madrid. You, you quite like him, the idea of him coming to United. I'd love you? it. And, 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 you know, I like that he just was like, well, you know, he's on everyone's list because everyone likes Sergio Ramos because he's one of the best players ever. Um, I think he'd be great at Manchester United. I think for a year or two, he'd be sensational. Like, I don't see the problem with getting an older player. And I know he's very old, but, you know, it's a free transfer. Again, if you want to... Romano mentioned there about, well, you can get Sancho and you can maybe get Varane, but then you put Trippier and you put Rice on top of that. You're looking at 300 million and United aren't going to spend 300 million. But what we could spend is... You know, seven or eighty on on Rice or ninety on Rice, whatever it may be. You know, zero on on Ramos, maybe thirty on a right back, and then sixty for a defensive midfielder. Because then all of a sudden it's one hundred and fifty million rather than two hundred and fifty, three hundred million. So if he, if he can sort of lower the, the the if United can lower the the overall sort of spending spree this summer by getting Ramos on a free for a couple of years, that sounds right up United Street, if you ask me. Especially, like, that's what the Glazers love doing, isn't it? Get a big name, but you don't have to pay for him. Perfect. Uh, Raz Mitch makes a good comment there. He says, just look what Thiago Silva has done with Chelsea. Do you think that could be a similar sort of yeah, thing there? That's, that was Someone exactly what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. obviously he's coming there. People were looking at him going, oh, he ain't going to be able to come into the Premier League. What was he, 34, 35 years old? Yeah. He's not going to be able to do it. Similar to what he was saying about Innocent Cavani, to be honest with yep. you. There was a lot of doubters. Admittedly, when we were first linked with him, I wasn't that enamoured of that deal. We, you were doing it on Transfers Live, and it was like, really, a free agent who's spent lot of, you know, eight years, whatever it was, or last six years in the uh, yep. in the French league, is he going to be able to come into the Premier League and do it? But Edison Cavani's been a massive success at Manchester United, and Ramos is quality in it. And do you know what I like about him? Is it twat? Yeah. yeah. That is it. Yeah. Like, how much scouts piss would that boil? Oh, when he, <laughs> when he pulls Salah over again. Uh, right, not that, not that this show is about that, but when someone grabs someone and falls over, people, the tw- Twitter after that, like he is some sort of trained assassin that knows how to dislocate shoulders whilst being the best centre-back on earth. That isn't what Sergio Ramos is, but it would be so good to see the Twitter explosion uh, on the Liverpool side of things if we did sign for Manchester United. Um, a few people, Adam Gray mentioned in Locatelli over Rice. Uh, you asked him about that, didn't you? Yes. You asked him about Locatelli. Um, 
big fan of him. I don't know a lot about him, no. I'm not going to lie. Obviously, he had this fantastic game for Italy, which is the first time yeah. I'd really laid eyes on him. Um, do you think, it doesn't look like he's going to come to United, but no. if, he, if he did, do you think he's the sort of player who could do a job? Yeah, well, I trust Romano's opinion on that. He's, yeah. he's covers Italian football probably as extensively as anyone, certainly in terms of transfers. He said he's a great player, he's got a physicality to him that he thinks would work in the Premier League. He sort of said that, you know, he's not United's number one target. You know, he expects maybe him to go to Juventus. But I think Locatelli's a, you know, an excellent looking player. He's one of those players that <clears throat> I don't watch many Sassuolo games, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> and I don't Wait, expect I'm you to criticise me for not watching it. But he's one of those statistical guys that like, when you're looking at sort of passes and, and, and passes forward and those sort of detailed stats, he tends to pop up a lot. Uh, around the sort of the top end of, of European midfielders. So he's the sort of player that I trust Romano's opinion on him. I trust, you know, people in Italy's opinion on him. And that opinion seems to be he's a very good young player that could be, you know, one of the best midfielders in Europe over the next few years. Definitely. Uh, one of the chats we <coughs> asked him about, someone sitting in the chat asking about yep. Anthony Martial moving to Madrid. I mean, where, where are you up to with, with Anthony Martial? Because he's a player that kind of defies opinion. There was all this yeah. old Martial FC sort of nonsense that went on. But there are, well, I say nonsense. <laughs> yeah. there, you know, it's just the term that's nonsense. But there are, there's a section yeah. of the fan base that absolutely love Anthony Martial. Do you know Martial. why? Go on. Because he's quite cool. And right. we don't have many, like, cool players. Right, okay. So people were uh, yeah. attracted to him because he's got this kind of, like... Ice cold, cool finisher. Yeah, ice cold, I see no smile face. That, like, yeah. Whereas you look through United's team, Harry Maguire is a good player. He's not cool. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Marcus Rashford is, is quite cool, but generally speaking, there ain't many cool players in the United squad. He's cool, calm, collected. He's got all that going on. So I think that's why he had this extra level of like. We fandom. have got Phil Jones, though. He's Phil Jones, cool. cool. Do you know what I mean? Vince Lindelof's quite he cool. collects a lot of money for doing nothing. That's yeah, and cool. that is chill as hell. <laughs> but um, I think that's why Martial had that extra level. And also, his finishing style has got that sort yeah, of, yeah. you know. That swagger, on it. Yeah. Well, he lost a bit of that oh, last season. It was sad to watch because he, yeah. he was missing those shots against Leeds. But the, my yeah. thoughts on Martial is, in this sort of a truncated version of, uh, you know, a very obvious political chant, one more year, one more year. We've got to give him one more year. Because he averages about 15 goals. I think Adam McCall is making this point. He averages about 15 goals a season. So when he had that 23-goal season, he had to follow up with a six-goal season because otherwise he would have skewed the average. If he can get 15 goals every year from either the left or right-hand side, that is a sign in that, you know, that's a player that can do a lot of good things for Manchester United. And he scored in semi-finals. He scored in big games against Liverpool, against Manchester City. He's not frightened of the big games. But you can't have these ups and downs with him. And I think, give him one more season, it's only the first time I think he's had a, a, you know, a sub-double-digits goal-scoring season for Manchester United. So you can't just throw him away after one year. But he kind of, we can't see another season like last season because at some point he's in his mid-20s. He ought to be reaching his peak now. If he gives us another seven-goal goal, uh, seven season next year, that might be the end. But I wouldn't get rid of him yet. And based on what Romano said, this sort of suggestion of a loan deal or a bid made by Real Madrid... That is a, a little wider than Mark, so I think he probably will stay. I mean, he may not, but the Madrid thing at the minute he said was not, not really close. Yeah, um, someone in the, the comment there, I think it's A2Z, comparing Martial and Rashford, and this happens a lot, sort of 258 games, 78 goals, 50 assists for Martial, Rashford 271 games, 88 goals, mm. 56 assists. But, I mean, I, I hate playing these, it feels like you're playing them off against each other when we do this thing. Yeah. I think the difference with that is... Um, Marcus Rashford's had a very productive season. Yep. He's had two back-to-back very productive mm-hmm. seasons. Martial, as you mentioned, had a very productive season two seasons ago. Last season, didn't look great. Wasn't scoring the chances or taking the chances that we expected. It was unfortunate to with injuries as well. It's kind of popped up at the wrong time. But, yeah, I don't see the need to compare the two. I mean, you know, Marcus Rashford, like you said, has been... He, 
sort of just generally improving at his time at Manchester United, and that's great. Um, we asked him. I asked him about Saul Niguez. He didn't understand my accent, and I always what get about Saul Niguez? Yeah, Saul Niguez and that. Do you know what I mean? You're not from Eccles. <laughs> I tried to put on a, a Spanish accent when I did it. See, I don't like. See, this is the thing. I hate doing that because I just feel like I sound like a little Englander you, trying to sound well, yeah, Spanish. But what's the, yeah, but I know, what's the nice I know thing it's to do? Wrong. I don't know. I know I'm wrong. Um, do you say tapas or tapas? <laughs> tapas. I say, I say. Yeah, but, I but just then again, little bowls of food and that. It's weird though because Ibiza has completely slipped through the cracks. No one says Ibiza, and yet if you're saying tapath, you look like a dickhead. How's <laughs> that happened? Ibiza, <laughs> I'm watching you. Abdullah Ibrahim says, "Will we be seeing more live tier one journalists with you guys in the near future?" Also, loving the new studio, uh, the new look studio, I should say. Yes, it's quite swanky in it. Yes, hey? lovely. Nice. Isn't it? Uh, in answer to that question, yeah, we'll do. If you guys want it, I don't see yeah. why not. We've got some fantastic guests lined up as well yeah. on the tier one transfer podcast. We're going to be coming every week. Ronaldo's not here today. But you will be back. Not that you're getting bumped. It might be. We're going to mix it up a bit, so you might get Joe Ronaldo next time. Say what you want, but I am getting bumped. <laughs> you can, you know, you can say I'm not, but I won't be here. For the and show Ronaldo you created as well. Here. I only found it out this few week that you actually came up with this. The word idea. you're looking for is brainchild. <laughs> yes, it's brainchild of yours, yes. and you've been dumped from it. Uh, but we'll we will get you back. Yeah. Um, Get involved in the comments as well. Get involved yes. in the chat. Let us know. If you missed the Romano interview, obviously you can go back and watch it. Uh, but like you're saying, we will be getting more interviews. We will be getting more sort of tier one journalists as well. All the ones that have the latest news. We had Mike McGrath on last week. He's been quite hot yeah. on some of the stuff that's been going on, especially with Kieran Trippier. We had him on. Obviously, Romano. We're going to be speaking to Patrick Berger, who's another one who's been very sort of close to the deals that have been going on in there. You know, he's been giving updates and quite reputable. So we're going to be speaking to him as well. We'll get James Cooper from Sky back on. Henry Winner, of course. Mm-hmm. We've had him on quite a few times. Going to get him back on. Let us know as well. Let us know the journalists who you like, who you want to hear from, and we'll get them on this show. And yes, we'll try and get them on live so you can put your uh, questions uh, to him. Oliver Edwards says, ask him about the 1991 Cup when it's Cup next time. He will, will say, do. what are you on about? Yeah, that, that will be a, like a proper sort of I don't Gary think... Neville, Roberto Mancini moment yeah. where I'm laughing and he's going, I don't get what I don't mean. even think he will have been born. No, and he won't get the reference. So, you know, no, we uh, won't. Someone says, are you guys watching the Denmark game off camera? Denmark are all over Belgium. Uh, no, we're not, but we'll get it on at some point, I'm sure. Um, that's good to hear. Um, right, what, what I want to <laughs> know is, what I want to know from you, Jay, is he's talking, you know, we've had Romano on. He's talking about Sancho. He's talking about uh, Varane. He's talking about Trippier. What do you feel? What, is you, what are you confident in? Because at the minute, it feels like everything's a couple of weeks away. A CDM's at the bottom of the list. Trippier's not close. We are very much at the start of the transfer window as well, aren't we? That's, you know, we have to take that into account. But where are you, where are you with all of this? Because it's stressful this time of year, isn't it? I think you made a good point about like the, the, like someone like the Ramos deal would make sense because it's sort of a, a glazer-friendly deal where yeah. you get a player that's sort of free but costs a lot in wages. And it's a big shiny new toy. You can go, look, we've got yeah. a, a, a great player here, a legend. And yeah. we've gone and got him like the Anderson Cavani deal. The only one that he seems confident, the one that seems to be happening, and I, I am confident this summer, I wasn't last summer, yeah. is Sancho. Yeah. Me and you did so many live videos last summer where I was like, because we spoke to so many journalists on the tier one who said, it, this isn't happening because United aren't going to pay the money yeah. that Dortmund won and the, the deadline's gone. I lost faith in it. Yeah. But this season, this summer, sorry, it looks like it is going to happen. So I, I believe Jaden Sancho will happen. I was confident in Kim Trippier, but I think that's gone out the window with the 40 million pounds that's, that's We're right. not going to pay 40 that for million euros, yeah. That is mad, isn't it? Yeah. That is a crazy figure. 41 million euros for Kieran Trippier. Like, I know that we paid 50 for Wambisaka, but Wambisaka was 10 years younger and, you know, one of the promising, best promising young uh, right-backs in the country. Kieran Trippier is very much a known quantity. He's a good player, he's not a great player. Let's not forget the season after the World Cup at Tottenham, he was 
terrible. I don't know if he's, he, he didn't have the motivation, he was too tired, he lost his head. I don't know what it was. He's capable of a real stinker of a season, yeah. Kieran Trippier. Yes, he's back, been better, maybe at his best even at Atletico. But £40 million is a ludicrous fee for that, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's just not worth it at all. And listen, you, and I get it. The Glazers take so much money out yes. of the club, but the part of me is just like, pay whatever, because yeah. they give themselves more of that in dividends most years anyway, so why not pay the €40 million? Euros? But you have to be realistic and look at it. You've got a 30-year-old who's had, like you just said there, he's had one very good season at Atletico Madrid, mm. but prior to that, he had a bit of a shaky one. I'm not a fan of buying players based on what they've done for England anyway. I know you might argue, well, Harry Maguire was that and he's done really well. But for me, we bought Harry Maguire because of what he did at Leicester. Yeah. He was fantastic at Leicester, not because not he you know, played well against Panama and Tunisia. It was yeah. more like what he did at Leicester. Yeah. Kieran Trippier obviously did well for England in the World Cup and, and scored that goal as well against Croatia. But he's, he's a decent option, good attacking fullback. Uh-huh. He's not worth 40 million quid. And yeah. I've not seen enough of him to think he's worth a punt because, especially at 30 years old, and you've got Ethan Laird who's yeah. waiting in the wings to, to give Anwar Masaka a different option, who is a very attacking fullback as yeah. well. That yeah, it doesn't make much sense to me. If he's worth £40 million, based on your five-a-side performance last night that you were raving about, how much are you <laughs> worth? <laughs> Got to be six, six. Six to ten. Yeah, at least. Uh, let's be realistic. Eight. Good yeah, eight. I love that. Absolutely. Okay. Walking in early, walking up the stairs, going, should have seen me five-a-side <laughs> last night. It was a masterclass, lad. Just a bit, a bit, of, a, bit of a spring in the step. Had him in my pocket. Didn't even have pockets. Put me in my back pocket. I managed Brilliant. to do it without injuring myself. That's why I was buzzing. That was the best <laughs> thing that happened for me last night. <laughs> um, we are going to wrap this up here anyway. Um, thanks for everyone who got involved in the chat. Thanks for Brett yes. Romano for coming on the channel as Thank well. Thank you very much. This is like the third time I think he's been on. So. I believe so. First time I've had a chat with him. Yeah, so we'll try and get him on again, like I said to him when we had him on, before the end of the transfer window, mm-hmm. get him to give any updates. If there's going to be any last minute deals, we can find out of the man himself. Are we going to have a here we go? He said two to three weeks for Jaden Sancho. Well, he said... In two to three weeks, within yeah. two to three weeks, we will know what's going on. Right, okay. So it's like, so it could be next week, could be three weeks, but he said by then we'll have the lay of the land. We'll know if this deal's happening or not. And I'm, and I for one, am excited. It's not going all the way till August this time. Yeah, there's only so many times you can say. Jaden Sancho, Manchester United are interested in Jaden Sancho. The player wants to come. Yeah. Uh, but it looks like we've got a little bit of done. movement there. So we've had an update there on Sergio Ramos, on uh, Rafael Varane, yeah. on Kieran Trippier. Yeah. On Sal Niguez. Saul, how am I saying it? Saul Niguez. Sal Niguez. See, I feel like I'm taking a piss when I say that, but okay, Sal Niguez. Well, you're not. Uh, we, had a, we had an update on that. An update on Paul Labille, Pogba as well, yeah. and Anthony Marshall, so make sure you check out Everyone. the full Fabrizio Romano interview if you haven't seen it already. That's been Joe Smith. Where can people find you, Joe? Joe Smith93 on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you very much for having me on your Tier 1 podcast. I've enjoyed myself I'm immensely. I'm my Tier 1 podcast. Oh, yeah, like you're a big guest on Yours my, and Ronaldo's. My, yeah, Ronaldo. Don't worry, Ronaldo will be back soon. So yep. we're sending out all our love to Ronaldo as well. If you're not doing, hit subscribe and hit the notifications bell as well so you get all the notifications because we will be going live constantly when there is any updates. So make sure you are hitting that notifications bell so you get obviously, and a notification when we're going live. Um, check him out on socials. You know where to find me, Jay Moy. Um, hitting like, hit like, share, and subscribe as well. Big thanks to Romano once more. Don't forget, as well, to check out the other videos we've got. Yes. You've got all the other videos. What have you been doing we've lately? We've got the transfer report, which is where I look at a more detailed statistical view of why Ramos, why Varane, why Trippier would work at Manchester United. Not just what's happening, it's why is it happening and will it improve Manchester United. Check out the transfer report. I looked at Sergio Ramos today. Yeah, and I'll be back with the news in the morning. This has been Stretford Paddock Tier 1 Transfer Podcast. Live interview with Fabrizio Romano. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.